This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Your hosts, Kate Constable and Cameron Smith. Cam, we're not going to waste any time here. Not every day you get to talk to who we're about to talk to. Yeah. Very excited. So we're going to bring him in. Steve Spagnolo, Chiefs uh, defensive coordinator, four-time Super Bowl winning ooh, defensive coordinator. Ooh, man. Steve, thank you so much for taking the time to jump on with us today. This is awesome for us to be able to talk to you. Has it sunk in yet that you've won back-to-back Super Bowl titles and your third in four years? Five years. <laughs> Pretty amazing. I appreciate you having me on. Um, no, I'm not sure it has completely sunk in yet, but we're, we're trying to enjoy it as much as we can because we know it doesn't happen too often, but it's really a special, special, special time, special win. Coach, have you uh, fought for your right to party yet, or, you know, is the party still going on for you? <laughs> I heard the uh, the intro there, and there's nothing like listening to Travis's voice talking about the uh, fight for the right to party. I, well, my wife and I are just relaxing a little bit, but I tell you, when you go through the grind of that season, um, you need some time. So we've gotten a little bit of downtime, which is great. What can you say about just this defense that has been so special for your team? Um, you're talking about the youngest defense in the NFL and just how you guys were able to hold down your end of the football throughout the regular season, but then also turn up your play in the playoffs. So how impressed were you with your players and what you guys were able to execute throughout this Super Bowl run? Yeah, it was pretty special, uh, guys. They, I tell you, it's a, it was a unique group of, of guys um, and a special group of assistant coaches. I think that goes unnoticed way too often. I mean, you know, sometimes the coordinator gets too much credit and too much blame or whatever, but I think it takes a whole group of guys. We, had a, we have a great staff, uh, defensive staff. And our players, I've said this before with other people that I've talked to since the game, but this was the highest number of high IQ players that I had the privilege of working with. And when you have guys like that, that they love football, they love to work at it, and they're really smart, you can do some things. And we were able to be a little bit more multiple than in years past because of that. And I think all the credit goes to, you know, the coaches that taught them what we were putting together and the players and how they embraced it. It was just really, really cool. Coach, uh, to Cam's question, like during the regular season, you've had a great defense, but it seems like in the postseason, you always take it up a notch, and that's even against the top quarterbacks in the league and the other top teams. What are you doing differently when you get to the postseason to have the type of success that you guys have been able to have? Yeah, I tell tell you, the thing you do, you know what you do, do, Kate, is you you keep it the same. We we pretty much stayed in the same routine um, that we had had all year long, and it was successful then, and so it was like, why not change? And I'll tell you the other thing, too, is, what we're, you know, 
fortunate to have now after being on this kind of five-year run and have a head coach who knows exactly what you're headed for. You're able to teach these guys that haven't been through it before. But not only that, but we have players here that have been here for the five years and knew exactly what to expect. So I think the preparation for these games was really on point because of guys that we had, the experience we had, guys like Patrick and Travis and Chris Jones and guys that have kind of been through the war, LG, LJ Sneed. And, you know, they, we did have a young defense, but it's funny. Uh, these guys were – a bunch of these guys were rookies last year, so they did have the experience of going through the playoff run a year ago, and I think all that helped. And that secondary really stepped up and showed up and showed out in the playoffs, Coach. And we know that the league is – a passing lead, but when you face off against teams like Miami and Buffalo and Baltimore, and then you finish things up with the 49ers, how special was that secondary, like guys like LJ Sneed and Trent McDuffie, to really make sure that things were cut off to a certain extent with the passing game with the opposition? Yeah, there's, there's nothing like, listen, when you have cover guys like we have with Trent and LJ and Josh uh, Williams, uh, Jalen Watson, and then our safeties on the back end, Justin Reed and Mike Edwards and a bunch of others, Chamari Connor, who's really young. You know, when, you, when you're calling a game defensively and, and you have the trust that those guys, no matter what you call, are going to cover, uh, that's kind of a nice, that's a nice thing to have because I've been on teams and because you can't have all that talent all the time where you have to be careful what you call or what you do because you don't want to put those guys on an island. Um, but it wasn't that way this year. We had tremendous confidence in them. And it was one of the reasons why during this particular game, you know, we played a lot of, a little bit of zone early in the game. And I thought Brock Purdy played a great game and had some really good throws. But we, we switched a little bit to man coverage in the second half. And I thought that helped us. And that was because of the trust we had in those guys you're talking about. Talking with Steve Spagnolo, Chiefs defensive coordinator and four-time Super Bowl winning coach. Uh, coach Patrick Mahomes, uh, is he the best quarterback that you have ever seen? Well, listen, I, I, you know, I've been blessed to co coach against some good ones and uh, be on some teams with some good players, but Patrick's special. I mean, I, you know, it's like, you know, you get to overtime and you don't want to give up any points, obviously. Uh, but as they drove the ball there in overtime and we knew there was a chance that they would kick a field goal, you still just said to yourself, if we can just hold them to a field goal, we have Patrick Mahomes and we always got a chance of winning. And sure enough, I mean, it's exactly what he did. But I think we're all better coaches and better players on this team because Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback. No, no doubt on that, Coach. Um, when you look at just entering the playoffs and really throughout the season because there are a lot of uh, naysayers out there with this Kansas City team in terms of what you guys could be when you look at just the struggles that you had throughout the season. But did you use that as motivation during your run through the regular season? And once you knew when you were in the playoffs and you got past Miami that everybody was going to be in trouble because everything was trending the right way on both sides of the football. Yeah, I, I mean, I do think the the bumps that we uh, had along the way during the season, we started out pretty good and then we kind of hit a rough spell. There. I, I do think that it molded us as a team. I think the guys came together. You know, sometimes when you get knocked down a little bit like that, you come back up a little bit stronger. And, again, I keep going back to, uh, you know, Andy Reid. I mean, he's, you know, we've all been through these things before. And when you have that kind of leadership and the, the guy at the top who never wavers, I mean, he's rock solid. He never gets too, 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 never gets too high, never gets too low. And that consistency that he shows every day, I think, filters through the team. And I think that more than anything kept us on, on cue. And then I go back to the experience we have in that locker room and the leaders. And when we were finally had made the playoffs, um, I think all those guys knew exactly what it took. And I think that showed up in the four games we played. 
Coach, speaking of leaders, uh, Chris Jones, a huge leader on your defense. What is yeah. his current status? Is he going to be back next year in the red and yellow? What can you tell us? <laughs> I sure hope so. I mean, that's a little bit uh, that's out of my realm here. You know, Brett Beach and his crew will be handling that. But I think that I think both parties involved I mean, want it to happen. But, you know, it, things get tricky at times. And, um, you know, we're, we're hopeful, certainly, that things will get worked out in another week or so or whatever whatever the timing is, I think it's next week or two weeks from now, uh, hopefully it'll all, all get done. But we have, you know, we have a number of players in the same situation. And, you know, one of the things you realize in this league is very rarely from season to season does it ever stay the same, like the room that you're addressing or teaching or coaching. Um, we know there's going to be changes. I just hope there's not that many. But it is the NFL, and, and, you know, people do change teams. But we're hopeful that a lot of these guys can stay with us. And with that being said, Coach, what's the next step for this defense coming into next season? Mm. Obviously, you have one of the youngest, if not the youngest defense in the NFL and one of the best defenses in the league led by you. Is there something that this team and that side of the football can really improve upon to make you even scarier as a defensive unit for next season? Well, I mean, the first step is trying to keep as many of those guys <laughs> we were just talking about who are free. Um, so that'll be step one, like every year, and then and then as you do every year, we'll add a few pieces. I mean, we were, I mean, our personnel staff did a great job last year in identifying uh, Charles Amenehu, Drew Tranquil, Mike Edwards, were three guys that we brought in in free agency um, that I thought helped us out tremendously defensively. And you know, Brett Veach and his crew has found a way every year uh, to add some pieces. So hopefully, we'll do that once we kind of you know, and then we have the draft, and once we know what we have. That's when we'll, I mean, we'll never venture too far away from what we are philosophically. And, I mean, the defense won't change too much. But just like last year when we, once we knew we had, you know, another an extra linebacker and a safety that we could do some things with, we, we, we did some things we didn't do the previous year. So that's kind of the fun part of it, you know, is putting together a, a whole new group of guys, a whole new defense. That's what the OTAs are for. Uh, and hopefully we can uh, play good enough defense to let Patrick do his thing. I mean, that's really our our motto is you know keep as many points off the board as possible and then get the ball back to Patrick as much as we can let him do his thing how does seeing Mahomes in practice every day impact your defense and how you're able to stop other quarterbacks being you're going up against the best almost every day yeah that's a great question and I, and I think we benefit from that I mean not just Patrick but the the offense as a whole because you know Andy and the, the offensive coaches are pretty complex they're very multiple i think because we see a lot of different things from them that you know generally when we go into a game there isn't something that we haven't had to defend before just going against our own offense the only thing we don't see a lot of is one place you know our offense doesn't run the ball too much um but i think going against uh top level elite players on offense certainly gets us better every week certainly in training camp otas and the competition out there is tremendous i mean these guys when they get to this level they're all great competitors and they like razzing each other, and I think we all get better doing it. All right, Coach. Now, I'm not sure if you've seen the iconic Michael Jordan picture where he has his uh, hand on his face and he has his six rings on his finger. <laughs> have, have you ever thought about maybe taking one of those pictures now that you've won your fourth Super Bowl and your third in the last five years? Because I think the people, especially Chiefs fans, they need, need to, to see, see that, that side by side. we got to have that, Coach. Come on now. <laughs> that would be a nice – that would be a cool picture. It's funny uh, – I, I, can, I can count 
on one hand, the number of times you end up wearing those rings, they end up in a safety deposit box for <laughs> most of the year, and, you know, and then you, because you don't want to lose them and you're worried about, I guess every once in a while you might wear it at a bank, whatever, but listen, I would say this, uh, and I, I love, I mean, I'm blessed to have been on some teams that we end up winning Super Bowls, but it's the relationships that you really value, um, and it was really cool, it was about three, four years ago, uh, you know, for longer than that, maybe six six years ago, I was with. I had my second stick uh, stint back with the Giants, and it happened to coincide with the tenth year anniversary of the first Super Bowl we won in '07 with the Giants. It, 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 actually, it's 2017. And what was really neat is to come back and see, and see all those guys at a reunion of the you know ten years early we won a Super Bowl together, and the, just to cherish the moments and the memories you have. And I look forward to that with these that we have just recently won because that's that's what I kind of cherish. All right, Coach, million-dollar question for you. Have you met Taylor Swift? <laughs> did me. I did. Uh, my wife and I, after the uh, Super Bowl, just real quick, because there are too many people around, so it was just a quick low, and, and that was it. But that's it's a pretty neat thing. I, I mean, people ask questions about it. I don't I don't know much about the music, but I know she must be pretty good because a lot of people like her. I think I think she's okay <laughs> at what she does. Uh, what, was, what was her impact on uh, Chief's Kingdom like? You know, I don't, I'm not sure I'm a good person to ask that question. You know, one thing about coaching, you know, as the, as you're in the middle of the season, the grind, you get behind those four walls and then out on the field. I, I don't get a real good feel. Um, but I think, it, I think it was all good for the league. I mean, I think notoriety is great. Um, and I know Travis always had a smile on his face. So that's, <laughs> a that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, Coach. Now, here's a, another tough question for you. If you could uh, choose one of those Super Bowl teams that, you know, stands out more than the rest. I know when, when this question is being asked to coaches and players, they're like, you know, it's like picking your favorite kid or something like that. But yeah, where does this, this Chief, Chiefs team rank among the other Super Bowl teams that you've been a part of, especially when it comes to being the defensive coordinator on your list? Yeah, you know, they're unique in every way. I mean, you know the patent and the answer for that, and it's the truth. And the one that feels special is the one you're in the middle of right now. I mean, uh, but I would say this. They all they all have a common thread, and that's high-character people um, with with people that enjoy being around each other. There's, a, there's love in that locker room, and I know we use that word real loosely, but it's true uh, in the closeness that you feel. And I go back to the relationships that we were just talking about, and they're all unique, and every, and, and every one of them, all, all four of them have been special. Um, still keep in contact with the, the guys with the Giants, the 2019 team we had in Kansas City, and then, of course, these two uh, teams we've had back-to-back -back years in, but all, all very, very special in their own way. Well, Coach, thanks so much for taking the time to join us today. We really appreciate it. And congrats on your fourth Super Thank Bowl you, uh, championship this year. Yeah, that's awesome. I appreciate you having me on. My pleasure. You guys take care. We got to get too. that picture, Coach, of that Michael Jordan pose <laughs> with those rings on, man. Come on now. I'll have to get that done somewhere along the way, right? <laughs> yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. That's Steve Spagnola, Chiefs Defensive Coordinator and Super Bowl champion. Awesome. Awesome. That's royalty, right? That there. is. That's NFL royalty. It really is. Yeah. That's how zoned in coaches are when you ask them about Taylor to, Swift. So he's like, like, I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea what the effect was. The entire right, world exactly, is, right. is exploding over right. this, and he's like, I'm locked in on the next game. i got to figure out how to slow down the 49ers <laughs> offense and Brock Purdy. Right? I'm thinking about Taylor Swift right now. <laughs> oh, you love to see it. All right, quick break. We'll be back taking a look at the NBA slate for tonight. Stick with us here in The Better Angle.
This is The Better Angle with Kay Constable and Cameron Smith on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Randy? Randy. <laughs> we were just talking to Randy. Cam, yeah. that's, who I, that's who my co-host is. Kay? Randy, good to see you. Yeah, yeah. But no, no, no. We, since you brought up Randy's name, we, we got we to give Randy his Randy flowers. Martin. Like, we got to give him his flowers because he continuously, and this is who he is, this is yeah. what he does. He's one of the best in the business, but another phenomenal get for the better angle. Like We've we, had some big Charles names Barkley, on here. Charles Barkley, Steve Spagnuolo. Joey. Um, Joey Chestnut. Chestnut. You know, so like. But a, and a shout out to Kevin Kenny for producing that open, which got him going. As you can yeah. tell, he yeah. was excited yeah. to listen yeah. to that yep. open, definitely, too. Definitely. So. Good work all around. Team better angle makes team. Makes the dream work. Look at that, man. This is it why does. Saturdays are so special with the better angle. Thanks for tapping in with us. They are. Oh, well, you're, you're over. It's now. It's, uh, it's way I mean, over. It's, I've never seen a college basketball team score 117 yeah. points. No, right. I haven't At either. this point of the season, like right. maybe early on in the conference Right, when play, you're smoking like the bottom feeder yeah. teams, but, but not against Alabama, Alabama the 13th team in the country. And number one in the SEC. Like, yeah. what is going on in college basketball? Again, it's the era of basketball that we live in. Score, score, score. Our best defense is our offense. So we're not going to try and stop you. We're going to try and outscore you. <laughs> and that's just the era that we're in right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we definitely didn't hit that uh, nope. under. And uh, there goes. And we 30, 33% boost. boost Dang on it. Bet MGM. Dang just, it. I could have just gave, given my money to Randy. 10 bucks. There you go, man. Just, <laughs> we you <know>. should have <laughs> done it. Um, Cam. Okay. So tons of scoring in college basketball yeah. today. Um, the NBA, tons of scoring in the NBA, not only this season, over the last couple of years, we're kind of just trending into the offense only <laughs> era yeah, for sure. of, of the well, NBA. The defense is optional. Yeah. If, if you feel the urge to play defense, go ahead and get in the stands. But you but don't have to. Yeah, no one's going to be mad if after, you don't. After you're, the player that you're guarding takes a couple of dribbles, then that's good enough yep. for me. You don't have to defend anymore. You're nope. Fine. You're all good. <laughs> Unless you're the Minnesota Timberwolves, who are the best defensive team yeah. in the league. Yeah. And uh, they play tonight against the Nets. So we're going to run through. There's only three NBA games tonight, which seems a little odd. Yeah. Uh, just the way the schedule is this year, I suppose. So we're going to run through them, give our best bets on all of these. Um, starting with the Nets and, and the Wolves, Cam. We talked about mm -hmm. this one a little bit earlier. Nets are reeling. They just fired their head coach. Yeah. Wolves played last night, got beat by the Bucks, despite being three-and-a-half to four-point favorites in that game. Yeah. Back to back, but it's at home. I think you have to lay the points with Minnesota. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it was eight and a half. I believe it should still be there yep. for the Minnesota Timberwolves with them being favored on the spread. But you're at home. You, you need one of those feel good type of wins. And mm -hmm. this is the game for them to get back on the right track. But if they find themselves, Kate, in a situation where this is a tight game entering the fourth or into the second half, then this is a bigger kind of question mark on the Timberwolves. But I, I don't foresee that. I think Anthony Ever steps up. So I will take the Minnesota Timberwolves on the spread at eight and a half. It's still there at BetMGM right now. So if you have any kind of boost, go ahead and lay it on the Timberwolves on that spread there. But also looking at Anthony Edwards. I think yeah. that he really has another big game for this group. So point total set at 26 and a half at minus 125. Take the over. Maybe you could see Mikael Bridges draw some assignments on Anthony Edwards. Mm -hmm. Cam Johnson will switch off on him as well. But Ant-Man is a guy that understands that when his team needs to get a win, he has to step up, and he's one of the better scorers in the NBA at that position, at the guard position. So Minnesota goes as he goes, so take the over on 26.5 points. And if you want to maybe pair that up, and i got to probably cook this up while you give your play in this, but Minnesota Timberwolves on the spread along with Ant-Man, 
going over his point total. Hey, little, SGP, you gotta see what that looks money like. SGP. So, yeah, yeah, I, sure. uh, I couldn't talk you off of that at all, Cam. Um, my only concern, and this isn't really a huge concern because I don't look into, I look at trends. Mm -hmm. They don't, they're not a major part of my handicapping because for okay. every one trend you find, you can find one that contradicts it, right? Yeah. Uh, Brooklyn is 6-3-2 and two this season against the spread when playing on a rest advantage. Wolves are on a back-to-back, -back, so the rest disadvantage. But Minnesota also hasn't been terrible in those spots right. either. They're 3-3 three and three against the spread. Um, and I especially think losing last night to Milwaukee, yeah. another top team in the East, like Minnesota wants to bounce back. They right. want to take this game seriously because I think if they had won last night, maybe you take your foot off the gas a little yeah. bit against the Nets or don't approach the game as serious or as motivated as you uh, should. But coming off of a loss last night, I think that's why Minnesota is going to be just fine in this spot. So I'm going to lay the eight and a half with the home team as well. Okay. We okay. also have, I mean, huge. This is like name wise, Celtics Knicks doesn't yeah. get much better than this. Oh, man. At the Garden. Saturday At the Garden. Night, prime time. Yeah. Oh, On my ABC. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, Celtics are five and a half point favorites, juiced to minus one fifteen on BetMGM. Cam. You're the you're a Knicks man. You're a Brunson man. Yeah, what do you got? Yeah, you know what? I, I can't deny Jalen Brunson's stats when it comes to betting. Like, cause he's cashed out for me so many times, and that's just legit. And when you have a guy offensively that is one of the best point guards scoring the basketball, but also assisting the ball, and I think that that's going to be the priority for him tonight. And probably scoring is as well because you're going up against the Boston Celtics that live by the three and die by the three. Mm -hmm. And if you saw them in Chicago the other night. Oh, they lived by the three. They, <laughs> they thrived by the three. They flourished by the three. So the Boston Celtics mm -hmm. are a team that you have to keep within striking distance. If you don't, then you might as well make plans for the rest of your night because you're not going to be able to get back in that game. So I'm looking at assist-wise for this Knicks team with Jalen Brunson in this situation. So I'm looking at him with the Boston Celtics in a team that we assume that Drew Holiday is going to draw that assignment for um, Joe Mazzulla's group yep. and checking Brunson. So – if I'm Drew Holiday, I'm concerned about Brunson scoring and not allowing other people to score. So if I can hold him in check scoring-wise, then cool. So I wouldn't touch anything points-wise with Brunson with that. I would take the over on his assists. And so I'm bringing that up on BetMGM right now for Brunson when it comes to his assists. And it's set at 6.5, minus 135. So, I yeah. mean, pair that up with something else if you – don't want to take that straight up. But six and a half for me is a little low for a guy that is coming off a game where he had 12 assists against Philly. And it wasn't too good for him offensively, just shooting-wise. But then numbers-wise, with turnovers, he has seven turnovers. Ooh. So you can't do that back in the garden because you know Knicks fans will let you know about that. And as I mentioned, he didn't shoot the ball well. 27% from the field, uh, 0 for 4 from 3. One, or went 11-11 from the free throw line. So the majority of his points came from the free throw line. So look at a guy to get it done. Assisting teammates, Dante DiVincenzo, guys like that. You're going to have Boyan Bogdanovich, a knockdown shooter, along with Ala Burks, with his team that understands that they need to step up and raise their level of play. So for a guy that's going over in two of his last four, and when you look at what he's averaging throughout this month of February, 6.9 assists, you know, I like him get going over this prime time inside of the garden against the Boston Celtics. I, I, I always look at the star on the other team, especially in a prime time game, and go over points. Now, it didn't work for me with – I don't know if it did work for me when LeBron was in New York, mm -hmm. but Jason Tatum, oh. 
LeBron you know, did go over scary. in oh, he New did. York. Okay. I, yeah. I, I believe so. Because okay. I remember us talking about that. Jason Tatum just met Larry Bird at the All-Star game for the first time, which is mind-boggling. I guess yeah. Larry Bird doesn't go yeah. back to Boston very much. But uh, I don't know what Jason Tatum's over points are. But I, 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 26 I, and a half. I would be uh, – I'd, I'd take that. Tatum also just told Malika Ander- Andrews uh, over the All-Star break that he thinks he's the best player in the league. Time to go out and prove it, buddy. Yeah, you know, inside of the garden, and if you have those aspirations of being NBA MVP, yeah, this is a great opportunity right here for a lot of people that have votes in the media. And when it comes to that, I'm not sure if fans can vote. I hope that fans can't vote. I'm, I don't think <laughs> I don't think they can't. Cam, okay, yeah. thank Cam. you. Know, don't get Cam started that's, that's, on the that, fans that's, that's, that's a trigger for me with fans and voting. Like, it, I don't want to go. By there. the way, I, 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 I go back real quick to the slam dunk contest. Like it was, it was, and I get that you run out of slam dunks, yeah. you know. Just but Jalen Brown trying to do the D Brown and then doing the the I can't see after he after already dunked was was yeah. kind of bad. You yeah. Did you see the practice video though? That's he, what I was gonna say. Yeah, he nailed it in the practice video. Yeah, so okay. the intent was there. Okay, all the right. I'll take it back. Then. Not, okay. No, no, no. And what made it worse for Jalen Brown, and, and this is no knock to who he is, because I actually interviewed him num- numerous amount of times even going back to when he was a McDonald's All-American here in Chicago when the games were here in Chicago. But great guy, just a really forward-thinking, outside-of-the-box thinking guy. But that's a bad look <laughs> after the dunk contest, and now you're posting all your practice videos to your IG story Mm-mm. of like, no, see, I actually made it in practice. That's cool, bro, but do you it during do the it. actual event. Right. It's not going to look good. So I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of that. But, yeah, it, it, the dunk contest was not not good at all. So. Um. Okay, so Stephen A. had a take. Clearly, he has plenty of takes. Um, And I don't, I mean, I don't necessarily think he's always right or always wrong, but I agreed with this take. Mm. LeBron not doing the dunk contest ruined it, right? Because LeBron not doing the dunk contest just told every other player that they, they, they shouldn't do it. If the best player in the world at the time says, I'm too, maybe he's not too scared. I don't know. But like, there, there's no upside to LeBron doing it other than if he wins. But right. if he loses, the downside is so much greater, right. which is probably why he's never done it. But if he's not going to do it, what other player is going to take it as seriously or think it's cool or want to right. be in those moments? And, and if you have if a young player like an Anthony Edwards or Zion Williamson or John ja Morant, and LeBron is supposed to be in the dunk contest, and he keeps baiting people like the one year he told Cheryl Miller on TNT that, you know, I will be in next year's dunk contest, and then he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. If I'm those guys and I see that, well, his brand hasn't suffered because he hasn't been in the dunk contest, then why why, why should I do it? Because I don't want my brand to suffer, but then also I just don't want to do it. That's just not what I was raised on, right? I mean, because you got to think about, this generation of players, like a Ja, like a Zion, and Anthony Edwards, who can we point to for them as kids to say, well, you remember that dunk contest and how they were going back and forth? They were either in high school mm-hmm. or getting ready for the league, like Ja and Zion were when they were in college, when Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine had their first dunk contest, right? right. And how that went down, right? But before that, you got to go back to <laughs> Vince Carter. Steve Francis, Tracy McGrady, and that was back in the year 2000 when the All-Star Game was over in the Bay. Those guys were not paying attention to that. I don't even think they were born then at that time. Definitely not. Um, So far far ago. So you you don't have the mentality of when it comes to All-Stars being in a dunk contest that 
it's the norm. It's not right. that. Because Jalen Brown was the first all-star to be in a dunk contest since Victor Oladipo in 2017. So they don't feel a responsibility to be a part of all-star Saturday night when it comes to a dunk contest. Mm -hmm. Maybe three-point contest because it's not as much pressure and you don't have to really be on that type of stage. But it's just a different era. It is. And I don't think it's going to change no. anytime soon. No. It's, no, not it's not at all. Well, I mean, Jalen Brown just kind of ruined it for everyone else yeah. now because, right? <laughs> Dude, dude's getting memed all over the internet. Yeah. So now any player's going to be like, well, I don't want to end up like Jalen Brown. So he yeah. just made it worse, unfortunately, because I know he was trying to be the guy that sets the standard for players, big name players, max contract players right. to do it, and it just completely backfired. Yeah. Jumping over Kai Sanat in a chair. What are we doing, man? Yeah, what are faking we the deep down. doing, man? Deep By the way, Nate Robinson winning three and six years it's pretty pretty impressive right yeah. three dunk contests no in doubt. six years no yeah. i was there in 2010 when he won it for the third time um, in dallas and when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply a little lackluster. Yeah. I say that. <laughs> Nate won. Congratulations to Nate. But it was just the amount of attempts that it took. And I think that Ooh, takes a lot that always of does. energy away from dunk contests. Yeah. You can get it on the first, maybe second attempt. You're good to go. Like Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine. But if you're taking four, matchups, five, six, yeah, it's, it's kind of just. It's, it's, it's I, I thought it was interesting after Max, Mac, Max, right? Mac or Mac McClung? Mac. 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 I mean, Mac. That's it, uh, when he won his second one and they said, will you be back next year? He's like, meh. <laughs> I'll have to see. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably running out of dogs. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Right, for sure, yeah. For sure, yeah. for sure. So I don't know how you improve it, improve it, but right. he's pretty he's very good. impressive. No, he is. He he's is, very he fun is. to watch. For sure. For uh sure. Cam going back to Bronson on his assists over. Mm -hmm. I really like that. I took that in the 76ers game because the, the Knicks were awful going into the break. Yeah. Like they were dealing Lost with injuries. Straight, yeah, yeah, it was not good. But they got Hartenstein back, they had DiVincenzo back. Yeah. Uh, Bogdanovich, you know, getting used to the team. It, Brunson was at six and a half in that game. He flew over yeah. that. So I like that okay. um, for Boston and New York tonight. Maybe pair that up with something. Uh, next segment, Kenny and Kevin in the um, uh, in our chat have cooked up a parlay. Uh -oh. We're going to talk about that uh -oh. in the next segment here. But quickly, let's get to Magic and Pistons. Oh, That's the Kate, only. I was going to hope you didn't bring that up. Oh, I thought we were going to break. No, oh, we are not. Gosh. We have to talk about the we Pistons. <laughs> Oh, 90 God. seconds to make your case as to why the Pistons can cover this eight-point spread. I can't lie to the people, <laughs> They're not covering this spread. They're not doing it. I mean, Orlando is a team that has true playoff aspirations. They're in the play-in right now. This is a team that wants to get into the playoffs, and they got a major win the other night against the Cleveland Cavaliers. In fact, major enough to the yeah. point where I didn't think that uh, that was going to happen. No, we both took the Cavs to cover in yeah, that one. Yeah, for sure. So, um no Donovan Mitchell in that ball game, so that mm -hmm. played a part into why Orlando was successful. But maybe we're seeing a growth spurt for Paolo Bancaro in terms of his game and his production because he came out with that first game from the All-Star break and got buckets. So the Pistons aren't covering the spread. Yeah. Take take the magic and just take it to a level and probably outline that spread and take it up even more to try and get yourself some more money. But it's, it's Detroit, and... 
That's all. You got to put them in the category. Maybe go over They're unserious about over Kate Cunningham points. He's been he's been balling. I mean that will be the one of the bright spots. Maybe Jaden Ivey go over his points on that one. You know he played well for the Pistons going into the All Star break. So or save your money and put it on something else a little bit more. Just go back to Nick Celtics. Put it on this parlay that we're going to Kentucky Alabama. Over. Put it on the parlay that we're going to give you after the break. We'll be right back here on the Better Angle. Quick look around college basketball right now. Kansas is up nine on Texas. Mm, okay. uh, Kansas doesn't lose at home. Yeah. Are they going to cover the six and a half? I think so. It's looking good right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll have to wait and see early in the first. Auburn is up 10 at Georgia. That's not a huge surprise. Auburn's been pretty good in the SEC. Georgia's just uh, a little below average there i'm still shocked that kentucky put up 117 points can't remember the last time in college basketball we've seen that happen at this point of the season right against the number one team in the conference in the sec in alabama with in my opinion the sec player of the year in guard mark sears like yeah that's a that's, that's very impressive that's that's a defense is optional type of performance <laughs> yeah. right there from alabama and defense was not even an option. They didn't bring it to the, the, the table. Like, no, we're just going to let everybody do anything. So. so without even knowing, I'm looking it up right now, but without even knowing who Alabama plays next, I'm taking Alabama. Yeah, no doubt. Like, no doubt. you sure. have to bounce back. I'm taking the over on the, 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 the total. Probably yeah. Too. They, try they play Ole Miss at Ole Miss. Oh, so another road game, road game okay. on Wednesday, but I will be betting Alabama in that game. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Although then they do have Tennessee up next. Is a little that, bit of a sandwich that, spot that, here for Alabama. Is that in Knoxville or No, that's Tuscaloosa. Uh, Tuscaloosa. They kind of have a tough a tough schedule to close it out. They go Ole Miss, t Tennessee, then at Florida, who's 24th in the nation, yeah. and then they finish up at Arkansas. That's I still think I have to bet Alabama against Ole Miss. Yeah, right? You know. Maybe you do a team total over. Thinking about the tightness of the SEC conference right now. Alabama, Tennessee, tied. That's that's what I'll, if if they didn't have Tennessee on deck after yeah. Wednesday's game, I would love Alabama in this next spot. But that actually makes me pause a little. I have to do a little bit more uh, research into that <laughs> game before I make an official pick. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, Kevin Kenny, you guys have a little parlay that you've cooked up for this Celtics uh, Knicks game tonight. What what are you looking at? I'll call this Cam Smith parlay because he <laughs> he gave us all these. So I put it together, and I'm actually gonna add. Brunson assist to this because you're all over that too. But we got a uh, Celtics money line, Tatum 25 plus, yeah. Timberwolves minus eight and a half, and Edwards 25 plus. So we're just going with some alt lines with Tatum and Edwards. Let's not get too greedy, right? Yeah. We just make some money, get some drink money here on a Saturday night, and then that is plus 504. So just those four legs, Celtics to win, Timberwolves minus eight and a half, and then 25 plus for Ant and Tatum. I got to see what the odds are if we add uh, Brunson assist. But if we go like alternate. Six-plus assists for Brunson. Again, not get too greedy. Probably get that up to about seven or eight to one. Um, so I'll add that in a second, see what it's like. But uh, I like that for a little Saturday night parlay in the NBA. Okay. Uh, you know what? And that's interesting because, you know, I was trying to work with that SGP when mm -hmm. it came to the Timberwolves covering the spread at eight and a half and also taking the over on Ant-Man. Yep. His point total at 26 and a half. So Kev threw it in over 25 or 25 or more points. And I like the juice on that. But with the SGP that I have, Timberwolves on the spread, Anthony Edwards, 30 or more points. Ooh. Guess what the juice is, guys? Plus 340. So we're talking about that drink money, Kev. That's, you know, if there you, got you go. A, a boost laying around in that account, or if Kenny does, then <laughs> that you can make that another percent. little wager for you guys right there. Nice little SGP looking at that ball game. I like that okay. a All lot. Right. Yeah. Um, do we dare? Now, okay, 
if anyone listening is kind of newer to listening to the better yeah. angle, we had a really rough NFL season in terms of our show parlay that we build in the final segment of our show each week. You're, be, you're being kind. Kate. I'm being really kind. Yeah. We stunk. It was trash, everybody. Zero. T-R. And A-S. Twenty-one. That is trash. Yes, trash. Twenty-one, right? Yeah. You have. Hot garbage. Whatever it was. We didn't win. It doesn't matter what the record it was. We didn't win a single week, no. our, our parlay. So, obviously, we have to carry that over now to college basketball and NBA. Yeah. We're going to do a little NBA parlay for the show here. Um, yes, and Kenny wrote in the chat, goes to show how hard it is to hit a six-leg parlay. That is, it's very tough. Not doesn't happen all that often. But we have to win one eventually. Yeah. Like, that's just kind of how the world works. I mean, if we want to do glass half wool. Yeah. There, there were a couple of weeks. Our glass maybe a few is weeks completely in the NFL dry. season that we, you know, <laughs> missed it by a leg or two, I believe. So yeah. We came close, but, you know, we're, we're going to transform the energy and exercise those demons. That's right. With college basketball and the NBA with our show parlay. So, Randy, would you like to start us off for our NBA show parlay? Heavy honored. Heavy um, honored. So, there's two teams I'm looking at right now. Doc. Now, he can say this basically any team in the NBA, but he's returning to the Sixers. He was just there last year, but he's coached so many teams. Uh, and the Sixers had a big emotional win over Cleveland. Bucks are minus four and a half. But I think I'm going to go with, have you guys seen how bad the Washington Wizards are? I They're mean, really bad. This, I mean, Jordan Poole just four. got benched. They lost by 41 points to the Thunder <laughs> last night. Uh, Cavs are on the road coming off a loss to the Sixers, a day off to recover. Uh, ten and a half point spread. I'm still going to go with Cleveland minus ten and a half in that game. I think they're love it. Yeah, but, but Randy, you're you're giving the Wizards too much respect. Don't call them the no, Washington we can, Wizards. No, we don't. What do we call you them, know, Cam? You know Did I call them the what, what? What? What am I? Oh, the Washington General. Generals. 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 Okay. Generals. Okay. okay. Like, you know, yes. We don't let's, refer let's to them as Wizards on this show. No, yeah. They haven't earned the title of the Wizards because they're unserious about that. And by the way, uh, it, it pains me to say this because he gave me a great year. Johnny Davis has been oh, terrible. Yeah. He's yeah. he's almost as bad. I saw someone tweet out he's almost as bad as Giannis's brother. Oh no, 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 no. Don't do that. So Don't And I I mean that. Johnny Davis that year, I mean the game he had a thirty nine <laughs> against Purdue in West Lafayette to beat him and Well, remember he had the Taco Bell commercial when he was getting the draft night. When right? he was getting drafted. He had right. a Taco Bell commercial. I'm like, Johnny Davis has a Taco Bell commercial? So is is he like gonna be the the next young star of the NBA. So Johnny Davis yeah. gets a Taco Bell commercial. Uh, Jokic is drafted during a Taco Bell commercial. Yes, yes. And is a two-time MVP. <laughs> Two different spectrums of <laughs> Very that. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, Kenny, do you have a leg for our parlay? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bucks money line on, on the road against the Sixers without Embiid. Uh, I think the Bucks are going to start to get rolling. They're going to get that two seed in the uh, Eastern Conference when it's all said and done. The Sixers just beat an Eastern Conference contender in the Cavaliers. I don't think they're going to do it again, even though they're at home. And it's only minus 190 for the Bucks to beat the Sixers tomorrow. I like it. Okay. I like it. Okay, we don't, Kenny. like um, Kevin said, we don't need to get greedy. I like the money line play. Kev? So are we doing all games tomorrow, or can I do you one? You can do one tonight. All right, so I'm going to go to Franz Wagner Ooh. for the Orlando Magic to go Wait over. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. An Ohio State guy going with the Michigan guy is all fair in sports betting right now? It, it, basketball doesn't matter. That rivalry doesn't matter in <laughs> basketball. You know, like, I, I totally forgot he even went to Michigan until you just said it right now. So I'm still going with Franz Wagner. 21 and a half. Uh, this is a dude that's been shooting the ball a lot from three, and this is a Pistons team that is 29th in the NBA uh, against the three so 
I'm just taking a shot on, on Wagner, hoping he, uh, he shoots the ball a lot and hoping it's not a blowout and he uh, sets the entire fourth quarter. So we'll go 21 and a half on that. Uh, Mario, can you get over to a mic here? Uh, Mario also. Yeah, this is has, unbelievable. Uh, I mean, th- 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 right this. We need Mario on camera. Yeah, hold on. We, we'll, yeah. We'll Why doesn't Mario come like up he, front here? Oh, he's, we already no, we got like a camera. Uh, yeah. he, get in he, here. It feels yeah. like Mario's Will Ferrell in uh, Get Hard with Kevin Hart right now <laughs> when he goes to prison <laughs> with the braids. <laughs> Mario's rocking so But they look good on you, Mario. They look good on you, man. I, like I've said, I've looked worse, but I can't say I've looked better. I think this might be a good look going forward. What uh, on gambling since I've put it in? So what do you got? Oh, okay. okay. Uh, but Mario, you have the cornrows because you lost at gambling. <laughs> you lost the bet. Yeah, yeah. You know what are you gonna do? Lost the bet on Bethlehem <laughs> Cycle with Cody Deck and Rob Brown, and I got pay up on your bet. So they're in. I uh, look good. And hey, let's go. Let's go. Celtics get Jason Tatum over uh, 26 and a half points tonight. I like it. Love it. Love nice. it. Nice. Nice. Uh, Cam, what you got for us? Stand inside of the garden. Talked about it before. Jalen Brunson, over six and a half assists, minus 135. Coming off a 12-assist game against the Philadelphia 76ers. I think Drew Holiday is checking him and draws that assignment throughout the four quarters in the garden. So I think Brunson finds Dante DiVincenzo and his other shooters that he has, like Bogdanovich and Burks, and feeds Isaiah Hartenstein a little bit, you know, and drives to the basket and dishing off to him. So Brunson, over six and a half assists. All right. Um, I was going to take Tatum, so I'm scrambling here quick. I think I'm going to go... Uh, Wolves. Wolves, uh, minus eight and a half. Okay. We like that, right? I love that. That feels safe. Yeah, I love that. I love the Wolves eight and a half. I love the Wolves first quarter. Ooh, Come out yeah, fired yeah, up, yeah, minus yeah, two yeah. and a half. Yeah, I think Randy. that's a steal. Randy, great, go call. Off. great call. Yeah, great call, I love that. That's a great call. Yeah. Great call. Okay. Uh, that might be a, a little separate bet for me. We'll cook up this parlay over on BetMGM and tweet out the odds. This is the start of a new era for us. Football is over. Our focus is now on basketball for the remainder of the season. And we're going to win not just one parlay, Cam. We're going to win two, maybe three, Not four, four not five. five. Not five, <laughs> not six. I could keep going. See, that's the motivation yeah. we need right there. Somebody clip that out and send that out. Because <laughs> when we go back on this, when we go on that six, seven so, not streak eight. for those parlays that we've won. Not we're nine. Play this. Not nine. We're double digits. We're just going to keep going. That's right. Um, right and it's okay. starting It's starting tonight. I feel really good about this. Last uh, famous words, right? But, <laughs> hey, we interviewed Steve Spagnuolo today. Yeah. It's been a good day. Oh, Cam, I was going to ask you, at the All-Star game, mm-hmm. what was what was the food spread like? Because media members usually are happy when they got a lot of food. Would they, oh, they take care of you? You know what? The great thing about All-Star weekend and with All-Star games, if you're a media member, is that they give you a voucher every day for what you can get concession stand-wise. So it's like a $20 oh. voucher. Sometimes you can get a couple of vouchers for that. So like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday as well, since they know that you're going to be working, mm-hmm. you don't have to spend your own money. We'll take Amazing. care of you, $20. But we know how far $20 can take you when it comes to arena food, and stadium. <laughs> not far. Yeah, a water, far. basically. Like you can get a meal. You can get like some chicken tenders yeah. and some fries. And shout out to uh, a couple of the uh, concession stand workers because when I got a bottle of water with my meal, it took me maybe about 45 cents over my twenty dollar voucher, and they, just and they were said, just like, you know what, go, go ahead, just just take the water. So thank you. I don't know who your names are, but I appreciate it. You know, you gotta That's nice. be grateful for the little things. But yeah, so the, the it's kind of a spread of whatever you want to choose. Did you get any stand. sort of like swag? Did they did they stop doing that? No, years ago? I, no? I, I wish I wish I did. Um, I, I still use a bag I got from the Super Bowl, like nice. yeah. fifteen nice. years ago. Yeah, the travel bag. Yeah, look, yeah. The, the the merch, all star merch was 
unbelievably really? priced. Oh, it yes. Was, oh, my goodness. It was taxed. And I came yeah. out some money because I had to get my son something. Yeah, you had my to wife, get something. My parents, my brother, just to oh, kind of yeah, have like you really did from come out Yeah, tax. so yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a nice little uh, bill that I had for myself. And to make it worse, uh, the, uh, pullover fleece that I got my mom because I had so much stuff in my bag. Oh, you fell it, out? It, it fell out. No. I don't know where. I lost it. Lost it. That's $85 pullover. 85 <sighs> 85 bucks just down the drain. Just gone. Just bye-bye. And you're never getting it back? I'm never getting it back. That somebody somebody has a, a 2024 <laughs> a really nice Indianapolis All-Star in Weekend their, uh, pullover. In their fleece pullover. Somebody got blessed. That's yeah, they got sure. blessed. So if that's you, then thank you. Yeah, Cameron Smith, I, I bless you. But, you know. If you haven't funked it up already, uh, send it back to me so I can. Cam, you're a generous guy. You're a generous <laughs> guy. That's going to do it for us here on The Better Angle. We will see you next week. Enjoy the weekend, and uh, good luck on all your bets. You've been listening to The